Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia, and I'm just here today without Ellie because uh, she's at work. But um, I'm here with a guest, a really special guest. Her name is Sarah, or Sharuh. We'll get into that a little bit later, the names. So I'm just to introduce myself, I'm Saudi-American and a lesbian. And then usually Ellie, who's here, um, she would introduce herself, but I will. She's Lebanese-American, and she's trans, bisexual. I'm disappointed she can't be here today, but we just couldn't make it work because of our work schedules. But I'm very excited to introduce Sarah. Sarah, how are you doing? Hello. Uh, I'm fine. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited to, to participate to your program. I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you. And where are you living right now? What city? For now, I'm living in, in Madrid, in Spain. Nice. I'm from France, but uh, it's been three years that I'm living in Madrid. I grew up in Paris. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I've been living there until my 20s, a bit more. And then I moved uh, one year to Spain, then went back to Paris, then one year in Marseille, in the south of France, and then to Spain again. <laughs> wow. Been, yeah. Uh, quite so do you, do you speak French and Spanish then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. French is my internal language and Spanish, yeah, I learned it. So. <laughs> um, and then what is your background, I guess, Middle East or North African-wise? Can you tell the listeners? Yeah, sure. Um, well, my dad is originally from... Uh, Tunisia. He's mm -hmm. a Jew from Tunisia, and my mom is a Jew from uh, from Greece. So they're both Sephardic Jews, and so, yeah, I've been growing up uh, in mo mostly in um, the Tunisian Sephardic culture. And <laughs> Most. So, did your parents meet in France? Yeah, yeah, they both uh, lived in, in France. I mean, they are, they are both uh, born in in Paris. Mm -hmm. Then my dad lived a few few months in uh, Tunisia, but uh, he yeah he is born in, in Paris too. So, um, yeah. And so, did did your father's parents um, immigrate from Tunisia? Uh, my grandparents immigrate from Tunisia, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like in the late 40s or beginning of the 50s. Mm -hmm. They moved to, to Paris and then uh, almost uh, the whole family from Tunis uh, moved to Paris to, or to France or to Israel, some, some of them. Yeah. But they kind of all immigrate from, from Tun Tunisia. So it's like most, uh, mostly like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, but like, uh, uh -huh. yeah, you like Tunisian culture, but from the diaspora. Yes, <laughs> the diaspora, the diaspora yeah. Yeah, because there is not, not, more, not much more family in Tunisia. <laughs> the, and I, I'm sure now the Jewish population in Ju Tunisia is pretty small, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty small. There was a big community there. There is still, I think, uh, a community mostly in the island of Jerba. That it's mostly concentrated there. My family was from Sfax, and uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, mo most of my family, in my case, yeah, they they 
almost all Im immigrated. So you're a mu oh, actually first, uh, what do you do for work? I'm a musician and a DJ. So I I work producing music for for theater or dance show or for audiovisual um, videos or stuff like this or artistic installations and things like this. So yeah. for, for this and apart from that, I also I'm also a DJ. So I. I mix music, uh, mostly Oriental music and Arabic music, and mixed mixed with electronic. Yeah, I love your music. Um, my favorite track that I've heard on your SoundCloud it's called the Sharuf Mix, and it's so cool. It's so intricate, and there's so many elements to it. It's such an amazing vibe. Um, so I wanted to ask you about that track. Um, can you talk about the elements of those that track and what inspired all of the different parts of it? Well, in that track, yeah, it's a big uh, DG set, for like maybe 50 minutes or something like this, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mixed uh, electronic Arabic music from different uh, different parts of the, the world, like... Uh, mm, uh, yeah, there there's some some tracks from uh, like uh, you know for instance uh, Acid Arab, mm -hmm. which is a bit of a reference in the Arabic electronic music. So there are tracks from them. There are tracks like remix I did myself of all the Lebanese song, for instance. The this uh, this song you know Do You Love Me from the Bendeli family that I I remixed just to play in my DJ sets. Yeah. And, um, yeah, from different parts of the world, like Middle Eastern, but also North African. It's yeah, or, or sometimes I take um, old songs, um, Arabic songs or Middle Eastern, and I make my own remix of it and I put it in my set. Or I just pick songs from uh, DJs that, like, I mean, like Acid Arabs that uh, creates their own Arabic electronic music, like uh, Omar Suleiman or Acid Arab, to, just to name the, the more famous. I, <laughs> I yeah, I love that. I love the fusion that you do. So you've mostly been performing or like DJing in Madrid. Is that, is that right? Or? Yeah, yeah, mostly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, in France, not so much, um, because I, when I go there, I just see my family, and <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm ha still don't uh, play much there, but why not, maybe, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because it's like, family is the, it takes, probably family takes up the time. So, have you been doing this for a long time? Um, actually, DJing, I've been doing this for like one year and a half, maybe, not, not much. But um, mm -hmm. I also, I, I mean, playing music, yeah, I do this for a very long time. I've been playing piano, like classical piano for like a, a long time, like 20 years maybe or something. And uh, guitar and bass guitar. So playing music is a part of my life for a very, very long time. But mm -hmm. the, the technological part, like DJing and producing and stuff like this is more recent more recent yeah yeah mm -hmm. 
outside of SoundCloud, do you have any? Is there anywhere else people can listen, or should people go to your SoundCloud? I ha- yeah, mostly my SoundCloud, I think. Okay. Yeah, I have a web page where you can also listen the the music I produce for audio visuals or dance uh, shows or theater stuff like this. Um, so you can also listen to my music there, but it's not you know it's not uh, it's more experimental music. It's very different from what I I mix as a DJ. Like there's not too much oriental music and. It's more oh, cool. experimental music. Yeah. What's <laughs> your What's the website? Uh, it's called Shadow. Dot uh, com. Okay. Okay. Oh, so speaking of Shadow, what led you to have that get that name for your DJ name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, it's just um, my friends in France um, used to call me like this. But it's French. In French, it's uh, it sounds different. It's it's pronounced charm. <laughs> and yeah, my friends and family sometimes call me like this. And mm. it's it sounds so different when I try to say it in English. <laughs> yeah, I know. In Spain, it uh, it happens the same. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do people in Spain? How would they pronounce it? Yeah, like shadow. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's such a, it's beautiful. I love that, and it sounds a little bit like your name, Sara. Yeah, exactly. It's just I I would have just picked my name, but it's so common, Sarah, that uh, I I I thought maybe it was a good idea. Yeah, and I like that you could get a website that's just the name dot com. Exactly. That was like the name was not taken by by anyone. So yeah, I was. I was wondering also, um, can you talk about some of the other, like some music artists who have inspired you and given, yeah, just kind of given you ideas for your work and have been important to you? Before I mentioned uh, Acid Arab, mm-hmm. that I really, really like, mm, that is, yeah, electronic Arabic music, but all created and produced by themselves, and I think it's really, really brilliant. And um, there's a yeah, there's a lot of also of uh, not only Arabic, but you know, Turkish music and Greek music, and that sounds very very Oriental too that I love. Uh, there is a Turkish band that I really like, which is called Hate Douglas. They have a very um, American name. I don't know why, but their music is like uh, yeah, Turkish folk mixed with the electronic and they also play it um, live mixed you know like uh, DJing and and guitar live and stuff like this I really really like them and uh, also I could talk about um, you know old singers um, from the Arab world like mm-hmm. uh, maybe you've seen my uh, my profile picture in SoundCloud or in uh, Facebook yeah. uh, is taken from a, a CD of uh, Renette Loranes, which is a, a, an old singer from the 40s in Tunisia that was uh, Jewish, and she played mm, she played the oud and she sing very very well, and um, yeah, her music is really like traditional. Mm, Judeo Arabic music from Tunisia, and 
when I discovered that and I, I was kind of uh, amazed. Yeah. yeah, I really like her, her voice and I think it was awesome that she was a woman playing the oud and, you know, being a public figure in, in these years. Mm, I think it was very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought it was really, really powerful to see a, a woman and I think she was I think she was blind. I'm not completely sure, but really, woman standing like this uh, as a public figure in in you know in uh, such a remote uh, <laughs> time and space. Exactly. Yeah. She that was really bold for that time. That's incredible. I like on the cover on the picture it says Jewish Arab song treasures. I really <laughs> like that. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really... Yeah. I also wanted to talk about the parallels between the U.S. and Europe, because I know things in Europe and the U.S. are different in many ways, of course, but um, because both are a white, have a white majority, especially in the kind of central and northern Europe, I know people who are not totally white, all, you know, they go through a lot of issues of being marginalized, kind of outcasted. Um, it, it can be in any any way. Um, so I was wondering, being Tunisian and Greek, I guess mixed, and Jewish, uh, have you ever felt that marginalization? And I was wondering if you could talk about what ways you felt that growing up in Paris and now living in Spain. Actually, when I was living in Paris, I didn't um, face much problem of this kind because I was um, mostly I mean my my friends and uh, my friend and of course my family but mostly my friends were very used to the presence of uh, Jewish people because there was a lot in there is a lot of Jewish people in in, in Paris mm-hmm. and, and especially in my district so my friends were really used to this I think yeah. Mm. But uh, it, yeah, still there were you know a lot of, especially in the past years, there were a lot of attentats. You know what I mean? Uh, bomb bombing attack and and mm-hmm. you know that were sometimes in uh, in uh, synagogues or in, in kosher uh, store. So oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, anti-Semitism that mm, really increased in the past year, but I wasn't really like directly faced with this. But mm, in Spain and when traveling in other countries, where it, mostly in Spain, where there is not, uh, yeah, mostly in Spain, there is a uh, very very few Jewish people. So people isn't really not used to this and really doesn't know much about this history and stuff. And yeah, I, I used to, I mean, sometimes I, I just hear some comments mm, that are not very, uh, not very nice yeah. <laughs> from ignorance of the people about, about uh, yeah, the Jewish culture and, and Jewish world, I guess, but you know, kind of stereotypes like mm, the Jew, the Jews just uh, stick together all the time and mm-hmm. uh, 
yeah, and the, and a lot of jokes about the Jews and and money, and I mean, okay, sometimes it's it's jokes, it's okay, but sometimes it's a bit like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it gets really old. Even things like that, even if it might seem like a microaggression, and that builds up. Exactly, and people doesn't really realize that actually because of this stereotype. Mm, there is a lot of uh, people of my family who died in the Holocaust, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, some people of my family, so... Because of this stereotype, so it's like, oh, okay, uh, one time I can hear this joke, two times, but <laughs> the third time is like, that's it. Yeah, it's like, okay, can you be more creative and yeah. talk about <laughs> something else? Yeah, um, in the U.S., you've probably heard also there's been, it, in the Trump era, and I know before this, but it's just so pronounced right now, um, there have been a lot of attacks on um, synagogues, mosques. Yeah. Um, a like lot of, yeah. Like, so much hate speech, uh, graffiti, things like that, where you're like, okay, people still think like this, and now they're feeling empowered, and they're feeling like they will be supported, or at least not get in trouble for writing anti-Semitic things and graffiti, or um, vandalizing a mosque, or I know it's a, it's a going on, I know it's happening all over the world right now, in a lot of like white majority areas like in Europe and we saw it in New Zealand and the US so yeah. so it's a bit terrifying yeah yeah mm. it's really terrifying and yeah. I, yeah mm, I think Jews and Arabs should really unite on in this you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> just fighting <laughs> that would be great because actually it's very close culture and yeah face the same uh, stereotype uh, problems and that would be good to make a union I think exactly I think um, people uniting uh, rather than being divisive that's always going to be more powerful and yeah yeah, and like you said yeah like you said Jewish folks and just people in the Middle Eastern region or of Middle East descent they go through so much of the same crap yeah and i think it's important to be a solid uh, solid group rather than nitpick and find all these little differences and be okay. divided like you said yeah i totally agree with you so anyway do you have anything else that you want to talk about like any shows you have coming up that you want people to know about or anything like that uh, yeah, I think I, I forgot to mention uh, something uh, important to me. Mm, um, when you asked me for about my work, oh yes, so a part of uh, my work that um, uh, I, it's just it has just been volunteering work, but it has been very important for me in my yeah in my life basically yeah. that. Uh, working in social music projects, mm-hmm. mm, it's also called community music project. I don't know if you heard about this. It's mostly about teaching music to under-resourced communities or marginalized communities mm, that can't really afford, uh, you know, learn learn music, and take some lessons of music and stuff like this. 
and yeah. trying to make people play together, ju not just like giving uh, individual lessons of music, but also uh, creating bands and mm, little orchestras and stuff like this. So I've been volunteering in uh, this kind of projects in uh, in Ecuador for a few months and then to um, a refugee camp in Lebanon, a Palestinian refugee camp oh, in wow. Lebanon. Yeah, and, and also in Madrid where I live, there is a, a project where I'm collaborating. And uh, the, yeah, these experiences really uh, changed totally my, my mind. <laughs> Oh, for incredible. Yeah, because I think it's very powerful way to to empower people and to mm, yeah to work on people's resilience and and to get to know some other cultures. For me, um, it was really life changing experience, yeah. mm, especially in in Lebanon. Mm, I, I was working directly with refugees, Palestinian refugees. So, in in my process of uh, you know going further stereotypes and stuff like this, it's it was a very important step for me. You know, being being Jewish and with family in Israel and having no a uh, lot of Palestinian before, uh, but hearing so much about this. Yeah. I, yeah, actually, I was not looking to go to that place. Uh, it's another association of uh, community music in Italia who proposed uh, to me and a, a group of people to, to go there to work. And so I say, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's go. I, I, I don't know, but uh, it was very, very crazy to get to, to know well these people and to, I made very good friends there <laughs> what I you yeah. know didn't expect that in my life uh, would happen that's incredible like, yeah that's incredible uh, yeah I think music is a really powerful way to communicate with people totally yeah, yeah. and uh, you know uh, the kids were teaching me some songs of uh, Feirouz and the Lebanese singers Aww. and and I would talk, I would teach them uh, something, I don't know, French music or even Jewish music sometimes. Well, not not so much in Lebanon, but uh, uh -huh. Ecuador and, you know, so it was Aww. incredible cultural exchange that uh, really, really changed me. That's beautiful. That's incredible. Um, so, sorry, what's the name? It's an organization? Uh, yeah, there's several ones. Um, the one I'm collaborating in in Madrid is called Dalla Nota, okay. uh, and the one I've been working in Ecuador is called Clave de Sou, and the one in Lebanon is called Music and Resilience. Oh, cool! What a good—that's such a good way to kind of meet in the middle with people and to, no matter the language barriers. I mean, music just breaks all of that. So. Exactly, and. This really influenced me afterwards in in my work and in my mix, uh, you know, in my DJ activity. Like, uh, mm -hmm. because there is a lot of music that I know from my my personal uh, North African background or Middle Eastern background, 
but there is also a lot of music that I that I get to to know in these uh, in these moments, like uh, especially in Lebanon, for instance. The music was so incredible, and they made me discover a lot of Lebanese music and Palestinian music that I didn't know. And yeah, this really influenced my work after afterwards. Wow, what year did you go to Lebanon? Mm, that was two years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, not long, not very long. Hopefully, yeah. Do you think you'll continue to do things like this, like find organizations to volunteer for like that? Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I, yeah, I especially would like to go back to the places where I've been working because yeah. I made uh, very good friends actually, both in Ecuador or in Lebanon. And uh, I really, I mean, we still talk through Facebook and stuff like this. So nice. I would see them again at some point and go back there to work. And yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I hope you can. It sounds like mm -hmm. really, really special bonds that you make. Yeah. 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 Any, any upcoming like performances or anything or shows that you're doing that you want to let people know about? Yeah, I can talk to you about uh, a project we have with my group of friends in Madrid. Mm, yeah. Actually, my girlfriend and um, my group of friends are working in making VJing, you know, like mixing images uh, and video mapping. I don't know if you know what it is. It's like working with projection and mixing images for shows and and it works very well with the DJ set, you know, you can make, I, I, I'm making the music and they're making the images, the image part. And we, next week we have a, an event where we will play together, um, yeah, mostly oriental music. And yeah, so next week we have a, a show in Madrid, uh, like DJ and VJ set together mm. and we also have this uh, party called La Madame which mm -hmm. is uh, a party we organize mm, mostly like a queer party mm, where it, we also uh, I mean play music and make a big part of the, the visual um, design of the, the party so it's very very fun actually we all, always uh, i mean i'm playing as a resident there but oh. then me, me and my friends uh, uh, are playing as residents and then we also uh, always invite a dj oh cool yeah uh, like uh, it's supposed to be yeah female queer or um, yeah transsexual or whatever mm. DJ playing with us to you know to try to uh, to get out of the masculine domination in this area. Yes, hell <laughs> yeah. yeah! So it's quite quite fun funny party we organize. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, I hope you can come one day. I know. I really hope so yeah. too. I've only been to Barcelona. I need to explore more of Spain, so. <laughs> You're invited in Madrid whenever you want. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I do want to see Madrid. <laughs> Sounds like a ah. really cool city. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for doing this. It was really nice connecting with you. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to staying in touch for sure and hopefully meeting up. Okay. Uh, can I just uh, add a little thing? I oh, of course. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I just when you asked me about my DJ set that is on SoundCloud and stuff, I, I forgot. I mean, I speak a lot about uh, the Arabic music I, I've been playing. But uh, yeah, I forgot to mention that I like to mix it sometimes with really properly Jewish music or mm, Hebrew uh, recorded sentences that I mix with Arab music. And I forgot to talk to you about this. I mm. love that. Yeah, because I think it's nice to make a, yeah, to reflect um, in my music um, both sides, you know, that is, for me, that is not two sides, actually, it's just one, like, (laughs) Jewish and Arab go together for me, so I like to reflect this in the music. Yeah, I I love that, it's, and I, I agree, it doesn't feel like, same thing i don't think of it as two sides a united front and also even the link like linguistically hebrew and arabic are so close yeah (laughs) and it just works it probably works really well together in music yeah i like that um yeah yeah, people yeah uh, see it like uh, something a bit antagonic but yeah exactly for me it's not it's uh it Mm -hmm. goes in the same way so yeah I, I like that part and to explore that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's important. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to hear more of your tracks and also yeah I too, I right? keep meaning to visit Spain again so yeah. I have a good reason. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. And you're always welcome here, of course. Thanks a lot. It was um, very nice for me to connecting with you. Yes, this is wonderful. I really appreciate you doing this. So everyone, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Queer Arabs. We have a website, thequeerarabs.com. And you can email us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. Or you can email Ahmed, who does the Arabic side of the podcast, at thequeerarabsinarabic at gmail.com. And follow uh, follow Sarah on Instagram. We will link, we will put the link on our website, or the, ta- sorry, the Instagram name on our website, and we'll tag her as well. So thank you again so much, Sarah. Thanks to you. <laughs>